Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Man is adverse to pain and suffering. We want to escape pain and suffering at all costs. Now, as I started writing this sermon, I started to list all of the places of refuge that we run to in order to avoid pain and suffering. Then I stopped. (laughs) The list is so big, it's hard to decipher, it's hard to list all the things and decipher the meaning behind all of the places that we run. We run to medicine cabinets, we run to liquor stores, we run to the mall, we run all over the place. But some of the things that we run to are fine. But other places where we seek shelter, they are outright rebellion against God. Advertisers understand that we hate to suffer, that we hate to be in need. In advertising, a need, an insecurity, a pain, or a suffering is indicated. And then the advertisement goes on to show how this or that particular product can alleviate the need, insecurity, pain, or suffering. It's as simple as that. They note our discontent, and then they make us think that the only thing that we are missing is their product. But the truth of the matter is, nothing in this world can give us the refuge that we truly need. We live in a fallen world. And all of the things that we seek to give us shelter in this world, you know what? They're going to perish just like us. Nothing in this world can save us. No product, no plant, no philosophy, no herb, No natural remedy, no doctor, no way of life. Nothing can save. That is why this week in history that we commemorate today is so important. Man needed a savior. And this week we remember that God, out of his love for the entire world, sent his son into this burning building that we call earth to carry us out. We were trapped and we were left for dead and Jesus came rushing in. Our Old Testament reading says, for the Lord will vindicate his people and he will have compassion on his servants When he sees that their power is gone and there is none, there is none remaining bond or free, then he comes in. Friends, the time of God's vindication has come. Our power, it's gone. (laughs) We know from experience that nothing in this life truly satisfies us. We have come to the knowledge that nothing in this world gives us the refuge that we long for. Our reading continues. Then he will say, where are their gods? The rocks in which they took refuge in. 
who ate their fat of their sacrifices and drank their wine and their drink offerings. Where are they? Let them rise up and help you. Let them be your protection, those false gods, that, those false places of refuge that we run after. See now that I, even I, am he, and there is no God besides me. I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. There is none that can deliver you out of my hand. You see, all of the things that we run to, none of them are eternal, and none of them can truly help us. Even those of us that don't realize that we need Jesus, we need him. And behold, at the right time, Jesus comes. Just as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. And the people sang, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. They sang and they sang thanksgiving. They, had, they were singing thanksgiving that their suffering was over. They were thinking, now we will have a king that will make Israel great again. But they didn't understand. You see, the source of all of our suffering and pain that we run from, it needs to be confronted. The truth is, and we confess this often, but we don't often think about it, The truth is, we deserve nothing but temporal and eternal punishment because of one thing, sin. That means any suffering that we find in this world, it's by God's mercy alone that it's not a million times worse. You see, justly, we sinful people deserve nothing good. We deserve everything bad. But here stands Jesus between God's justice and us sinners. He stands in the gap and Jesus alone satisfies the wrath by dying the death that we deserve. That is why he rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Not to take away our pain and suffering, but to kill the causes of it on Good Friday. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Whoever loves his life loses it, and whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Jesus is that grain of wheat that fell into the earth and died the death of our sins on Good Friday. And on Sunday, the ground could not hold him just as it cannot hold a seed that is put into the ground. On Easter Sunday, he springs forth. Jesus would rise from the dead and all good fruit that exists in this world 
has its only source in him. In Colossians 1, it says, All things hold together by the blood of his cross. He took all evil, all of our evil upon himself, and he died so that justice could be served. It had to be done. This week was Jesus' death, but it's our life, and salvation. Jesus said, Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose, I have come to this hour. Jesus' whole purpose was not to show us how to live a pain-free life. It wasn't. It wasn't ten steps to financial success. It wasn't whatever He has come to save us from hell. The fact that we run for shelter to anything that we can find in this world is proof that we need saving. And Jesus, he's come to save us. Jesus said, now is the judgment of this world. Now will the ruler of this world be cast out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. This verse shows us where our true shelter is found. You see, Jesus is talking about his cross. In his cross, it is the judgment of the world being put upon the Son of God. In the cross of Jesus, sin, death, and the power of the devil, they are cast out. And it is through the cross of Jesus that God then calls all people unto himself. Romans 6 says that in our baptism, we were baptized into Jesus' crucifixion. It is here in the cross of Jesus, highlighted this week, this holy week, where we find true shelter and refuge from all of our pains, from all of our sorrows. And this week we recognize that there is no God besides the triune God who has come to save us. And we recognize that loving the glory that comes from men or the things of this world It's fleeting. It's fleeting. It can never give us the satisfaction, contentment, or peace that we truly need. You know, I I mentioned this a week ago earlier. It was kind of in in, uh, a side note. But it's really true. You know that the song that the Rolling Stones sing, I can't get no satisfaction Though I try, though I try, I try, I can't get it. He recognized that. Think about this. This is a rock star who's been given everything. All the world's goods. He's got all the attention that any of us could want. There's not a thing he can't buy. No peace. 
No satisfaction. It doesn't deliver. We need the glory that comes from God. This is a peculiar glory because its place of highest honor comes from a wooden cross on Calvary. It is a peculiar glory because it does not promote the needs or the desires of the self. No, it receives trusts and takes refuge in the love of God shown on the cross. And then it lives a life of love for others because Christ first loved us. Yes, man is adverse to pain and suffering. I am chief of uh, people who hate suffering. (laughs) We want to escape pain and suffering at all costs. And yet the only cure to man's pain and suffering is Jesus' pain and suffering on the cross. And now the peace that surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.